This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This program is produced by podcastandradio.com. Small Biz. Small Biz America. The brain. At age 22, young entrepreneur Eli Eisenstadt was struck by a bolt of inspiration that sent him along a path of innovation to forever change mobile messaging through the power of of music. The business is BeatShare. The website www.beatshare.me. The company's BeatShare. It's an app that brings music into the heart of communication. Joining us on the line is Eli Eisenstadt. He's joining us from Irvine, California. Thanks for joining us, Eli. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. At 22, how did you come up with the idea for BeatShare? Tell us a little bit about the, you know, the ramp into it. Yeah, no, of course. You know, a couple of years ago, um, you know, mobile messaging was just getting off the ground. And um, at that time, there was companies, you know, such as Snapchat that were really just emerging. And uh, they, they broke the ground in the sense that um, for the first time, individuals could communicate with alternative mediums. And in the case of Snapchat, it was the visual world. Yeah. Photos and videos um, could now be a way of communication. And for me, I was always, and still am to this day, a music enthusiast. Um, so we really believe that music uh, should be a central component to the way that we communicate. And that's precisely why we uh, created BeatShare. Excellent. So, uh, and by the way, I uh, have a long history as a player, composer, and producer. So I've I'm already drinking the Kool Aid. And for our listeners, functionally and conceptually, are we sharing music that that tells a story for the recipient of our message? In other words, the song or the lyrics or the mood or the venue is is, is that the the essence of the communication, or is there also a textual component to this? Tell us a little bit about what the the, the sense of that is. Yeah, of course. Um, BeatShare really taps into, you know, the intrinsic power of music. So when you're listening to song, um, whether, you know, the beat drops or a chorus hits, the hook of the song repeats, mm-hmm. it evokes these powerful feelings and emotions. So as a user, uh, you're able to, to take these portions of music that evoke these feelings um, and personalize them, whether it be a photo, a video, uh, some text, and send to one or many friends. And uh, that, that's the basic functionality of the, the application. 
All right, beautiful. So the music is sort of the essence of it at the core, and then there's like a surrounding narrative or response, and that becomes the the, the, the messaging, and this is shared. So you're, there's also, you know, you're actually uh, sharing music itself as well in, in addition to communicating, which makes it so beautiful, particularly for guys like you and I that are music enthusiasts uh, and want to spread that love as well. So that's so cool. Talk to us a little bit about the, the stage of the company from the entrepreneurial perspective. Did you require a capital raise? I mean, talk to us a little bit about, about the development. And of course, I want to bring in this uh, idea of a mentor for our audience, which is predominantly entrepreneurial types. Uh, you've got an executive named Barry Lieberman, who was key in all of this. So, uh, you know, just kind of give us the arc on the uh, upstart and, and kind of where you are today, if you would, please. Yeah, of course. I mean, I would love to say that it was a smooth path through the whole way, but that was quite the opposite of that. <laughs> yes, that's how um, these things roll, of course. Yeah, it, you know, it started as a simple idea. Yeah. And from there, I I knew that I don't know what I don't know. And being at that age, I thought the best step forward to take this idea into fruition would be to join some sort of accelerator where the fields of the accelerator touch what I'm going after. So I joined the Design Accelerator, uh, which was in conjunction with Art Center College of Design and Caltech, mm-hmm. located at Idea Lab in Pasadena. And after spending three months there, I worked with Maggie Hendry, who is the Chair of Interactive Design at Art Center, as well as some you know business development professionals, and went back to Chapman University, where I was a student, and joined their Accelerator Incubator program in which I met um, Barry Lieberman, who's a seasoned business development, marketing and sales technology, and go-to-market strategist, Mm -hmm. in which we entered the Chapman University business plan, which we ended up winning and kicked us into a national competition called California Dreamin', where there was over a 1,000 entrants from 29 universities across the country, undergrad, postgrad, et cetera. And after three days, uh, we ended up getting second in that. And that exposed us to the angel community in which we ended up raising just shy of a million dollars in angel financing to build the products and to build out the technology. And then in 2016, we did a follow-on funding round that was through convertible debt for another million dollars. Excellent. What, tell us about the people part of the equation. Are, do you have a virtual staff? Is there actually an office? What does the operational side look like, Eli? Yeah, so there, there's three partners of the company, the three pillars. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm the founder, um, and I'm really you know a mobile technology enthusiast and set the vision. Barry Lieberman's our, our president and COO. Um, he brings... 30-plus years, technology sales, marketing, and business development. And then Rob Patrick is our chief technology officer. And, uh, you know, he built and exited a mobile development agency, and he was hungry looking for partners and a new idea to jump into. And then from there, uh, Rob brought in our lead senior developer, who he's worked with for 15 years, who helped build the proprietary back-end technology, and then as well as a production designer and two iOS developers. We have an office that is located uh, right next to Chapman University uh, in Orange County, California. All right, beautiful. Thanks for that. By the way, we're visiting with Eli Eisenstadt. He's the founder 
And uh, one of three pillars in his company, BeatShare, the website, www.beatshare.me, just like it sounds, B-E-A-T, share.me. Eli, I wanted to, you know, I'm looking at the website, and one of the things you mentioned it was sort of the UI piece. This UI is quite elegant, and there's a lot to learn, folks, for you, those of you listening. If you look at the, the simple step-by-step, you know, it's five steps, very simply expressed on a wonderfully elegant graphic website on the homepage of BeatShare.me. I mean, right there, that's such a lesson in, you know, uh, communicating uh, a simple step-by-step, you know, go-to-action type of an environment. So uh, congratulations on that, Eli. And I know that was the the culmination of probably much more complexity and discussion, you know, in, in designing all of this, uh, getting the back end to, to produce a, a, a UI that's so uh, elegant. So uh, I did want to ask you about the music licensing piece. Well, the source of the music, let's start there. Where does the music come from? So we have integrated the three services for the music content, and that is Spotify Premium, Apple Music, and SoundCloud. So that gives users access to over 100 million songs to choose from. And the core of this back-end technology is what we call our metadata sharing system. So there's been a whole transition in the way that multimedia content uh, lives and breathes. You know, it went from physical, in the case of music, CDs, to digital. You can look at iTunes, people buying individual songs or albums, to now streaming. In the case of music, again, this content being streamed on cloud-based services such as Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. With this streaming format, people or individuals are paying small fixed fees for access to this plethora of music. So with that transition, what we're able to do from a technological standpoint is access the underlying metadata associated with these songs uh, coming from these on-demand streaming services. Okay, so the music actually is streamed, all happening in the background, from the on-demand streams, that is, all happening in the background. And um, is a royalty paid to the composers or the owners of copyright, or how does that work? Yeah, so so the way it works is, let's say I'm a user, and I sign into my Apple Music or my Spotify account. Um, I am, I can then have access to the whole catalog that's offered through those services. Mm -hmm. And when I select a song, it then gets streamed from that service, similar to listening to that song from the service. Sure. Um, Makes sense. And so then that service delivers the royalties uh, to the labels and the publishers and the artists, and it trickles down from there. Well, I love that, Eli. So in effect, you become another distribution channel for the, the pure music provider, the content creators. And uh, just as in any uh, distribution model, they would they would uh, get a piece of that revenue. That's that's brilliant. And so what's your revenue model for Beach Year? So we really look at, you know, three revenue streams. The first being in-app purchases for enhanced features. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is going to be rolling out in time. We're looking at BeatShare, um, you know, we're spearheading the market with music, but music's not the only form of licensed multimedia content. So we're currently working on various negotiations now that will roll out shortly in which we'll bring enhanced uh, media bundles into the application for individuals to uh, purchase inside the application. 
Um, the second model is advertising and commissions, but we're not going to be selling, for example, Geico ads in our music <laughs> messaging application. Right, right. It's going to be it's going to be inline advertising relevant to the user based on their listening preferences and geolocation. So, for example, let's say, you know, I'm a big Drake fan and I'm sending a lot of Drake to various individuals um, through BeatShare. We can then display, uh, you know, some of Drake's upcoming songs, some his albums, as well as his upcoming concerts. I'm based in Los Angeles, so you might be playing at Staples Center, yeah. and we can promote his upcoming show at Staples Center, as well as his merchandise, um, and BeatShare would then take a commission on that. The third is, you know, this technology that I was touching on, the metadata sharing system, as well as what uh, you touched on, which is this elegant UI, there's various components in that in which a technology integration licensing opportunity can occur both nationally and internationally. And so we're definitely exploring those opportunities right now as well. I love that. And by the way, as in, as a, the, the pure music targeted ads, the second part of your revenue models, really fascinating because we, we know that the music business has shifted quite a bit in a world where bands used to make the, most of their revenue from concerts and selling recordings. The market is sort of what I like to call miniaturized revenue, you know, just because you can get songs a la carte and for a variety of reasons, it's just really transformed itself. So this really supports the artists that are providing the music, which I'll say it's the carrier for the messaging you provide. It's really a brilliant integration of, of all those things. And of course, the licensing is, uh, is beautiful too on the technology. So really leveraging all of the pieces of the assets in ways that protect you, but, but also leverage and optimize uh, your ability to, to uh, exploit them in uh, the business sense. So uh, beautiful stuff. Uh, Eli Eisenstadt, the company is BeatShare, the website, one on the same, www.beatshare.me. So how many users do you have as we close out this segment? I'd just love to know where you are now and what you see on the horizon. Yeah, well, you know, I can't dive too deep into the specific metrics, but we, sure. we just recently launched on the iOS App Store. So BeatShare is in the App Store now as well as an iMessage extension. So users can actually go inside of iMessage and send these these beats, is what we call them, these wow. music messages uh, inside their actual iMessage conversation thread as well. So, you know, we just recently launched at the beginning of this year, and, uh, you know, we have a couple thousand unique users, and uh, we're seeing pretty high growth levels with those users. But uh, more importantly to us, we're seeing a high level of engagement for the number of beats sent and consumed. So, you know, we're really looking to scale our marketing efforts in the coming months, as well as integrate uh, further uh, multimedia content into the product offering. I love that. Eli Eisenstep, thanks for your time today. We'll continue to support and promote you as well through uh, podcasts like this. Appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us on the program. All right. Thank you so much, David. Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.